Guns up, giddy up. You've got me today and just me. Eric is actually on site right now uh, recording a TV show that they're working out. I'm waiting for my audio. They are recording a TV show right now, so he thought he was going to be able to make it. He has all the studio equipment with him, but they were not able to break for lunch. So you've got me today. So today on Last Call, did Harvard go woke and go broke? We've got Hunter got charged with some taxes. And then this morning, just this morning, breaking as I was getting ready for this morning, we've got Hunter skips out on a deposition he was supposed to be at. All that, maybe a couple things more here on Last Call. The growing calls across the nation to defund the police. Policing as we know it. Off the charts violence in New York City. 11 people shot in just eight hours on this is Sunday. About the police officers, officers who every single day put on that uniform and they run towards danger when we run away from it. See, I'm going to remember to unmute myself so I can talk over this and StreamYard will let me do it. It's just something that we have to remember on our side. But we forget every week for some reason. Good morning, or good afternoon for some of you on the East Coast. Good morning for everybody else in the country. I'm dead leg and we've got last call of the day, but we've got some bills to pay. And let me get this stuff ready. If I seem flustered this morning, it seemed like I've got a lot going on. There is. Uh, this, so yesterday we were planning on pre-recording for today, but we had we did two not night shift top secret information shows back to back and then we had some other stuff come up so we didn't get to pre-record yesterday so we were going to have eric is on site recording today with a tv show i can't remember the name is slipping me because i've got a thousand things going through my head right now but uh he was going to be here this morning with me but they're running they're running through lunch or their lunch is a little where they thought their lunch break was going to be and where we're going to record or where we're going to stream from just didn't line up. So he asked me if I could do it. And I said, I would give it the old college try. And uh, worst case scenario is we can just copy a previous show and post it over here, just like what Harvard's done, I guess. So, but we got some bills to pay and those bills um, come to you by Ghostbed. Ghostbed.com forward slash Wolfpack will get you 40% off. Uh, the sleep's so good that it's scary. Don't forget, they've got the adjustable frame and the cooling mattress and the cooling technology and the cooling tech with the pillows. You know what's awesome is when you go down, get ready to lay down to sleep at night and you pull your 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 blanket up and get ready to lay down in your ghost bed. There's nothing better than the cool side of the pillow. And with ghost bed, both sides of the pillow are always the cool side of the pillow. They've been a sponsor since day one and you get 0% down, 0% financing, even if you have my credit. Like if you run by yourself on today's show and you have my credit, they'll still finance you. And they're always made here in the USA. We have, that's ghostbed.com forward slash Wolfpack. And then we also have Factor Meals, factor75.com. You use Wolfpack code, Wolfpack. Five zero will get you fifty percent off your first order. They have flexible meal planning. It's fresh, not frozen. It's delivered right to your front door. They have the calorie smart menus with the protein plus menus. It's two minutes. It's it's literally that simple. They bring it comes in a big box with with the uh, dry ice things on them. You take them out and you put them in your refrigerator because they're not frozen. They're ready to eat. So you just throw them in your refrigerator and when you're ready to go, throw them in a the microwave. Two minutes later, you have a fresh meal and it's not like eating McDonald's or something like that. You've got an actual meal with grilled chicken and you've got mashed potatoes and all the fixings and all the dressings and everything to go with it. It's this actually really good. I have a very picky diet myself 
and I actually eat them. And the smoothies, the breakfast smoothies, those are amazing. I have, like I said, I have a picky diet, so you can just have one of those first thing in the morning. Make sure you get your calories and stuff out of the way. Uh, it's Factor Meals, factor75.com, Wolfpack50 will get you 50% off your first order. So I'm going to try something new today for our audio listeners. This will mean nothing to you because you'll just have the audio just like you normally do. But for our visual listeners here on YouTube and Rumble, I'm going to have our, I'm going to try to, going forward, I'm going to try to have our stuff together. So we have what's going on, what we're going to be talking about today is going to be down here below. And then as we go through the show, what we're talking about is going to be down below. And then we're going to be showing up next is down below. So if you're going back and you're listening to these on YouTube or Rumble and you're trying to figure out, hey, did I catch that segment or did that segment, was that the one I wanted to catch? You can come back and you can, can come back and listen. You can just visually look and go, oh, that's what they're talking about right there. I need to go a little bit further or I need to go back, back further to figure out exactly which one we're going to talk about so today. Harvard has lost a lot of money. It's not just Harvard. It's Harvard and a bunch of these Ivy League universities. They've lost a lot of money and, and it's, I wouldn't say it's, it's come come around but it's fully come around and it it started way before the the attacks from hamas but it's it's really ramped up since then so october 7th just to refresh our memory october 7th we had the hamas attacks uh hamas a terrorist organization working at for the behalf of the government started these attacks so after this attacks you know, of course, we have to, United States, we have to pick a side. We have to, you're going to either for Israel, or you're for Hamas, you have to, you have to pick a side. So universities and companies started issuing letters and statements of support for this and that. Well, right away, these universities started getting backlash for their either lack of support or they're just going with the flow of things and not condemning terrorism for terrorism. So Lex Wessner, this is... Uh, this is from Fox News from December 11th. So this is a, a fairly recent, and it's because it's a follow-up to an article that they have started before. So on December 5th, before we go to that one, on December 5th, Harvard, Penn, and MIT testified before Congress, and their testimony was to talk about exactly what we're talking about right now their lack of support or their supporting of terrorist organizations or they're they're openly allowing support for terrorism on these campuses that have funding that come from the united states so when you have funding coming from the government the government has what they like to do is i want to have control if you want this money you have to do this so it's it's some the same thing happens in policing and, and when you get federal funding for a grant or a fire department we get federal funding for a grant or something for fema there's usually some things attached to it on the back end where they get to tell you that these are the rules that you get to, to work with then and one of those rules is when you get you know funding from u.s tax dollars is we're not going to allow you to go ahead and openly support terrorism with u.s tax dollars so uh, what happened was, is they couldn't condemn whether being the, the calling for the genocide of Jews, whether that should be punished, whether that is some something within their their own code of conduct, because with their own rules, their own regulations within the, the university. If you are calling for the genocide of Jews, if that should be prosecuted as hate speech or you should be in trouble for that, condemning that compared to other other types of speech. On December 9th, just a few days later, Penn, the president of Penn University, steps down. Then the, I'm getting my dates mixed up. December 10th, 
there was a Twitter feed that started to show some looking into the president of Harvard's um, previous papers, things that she's written, published, things like that. And they were able to find a, a lot of things that she potentially had plagiarized. So they, I'm not sure exactly when they're, when, so they published this on the 10th of December, but we're going to back up just a little bit and we're going to go to October 24th. So this is before the hearings or after, after the Hamas attacks, but before the hearings, the New York post was given some anonymous information that potentially that the Harvard's president had plagiarized some of their work. So they started looking into it and they sent a letter to uh, Harvard on the 24th of October. And they said that in their initial research that in, within two papers, they found over quote, two dozen incidents that there was potentially plagiarized. And it was a total of 27 instances between two different papers on October 27th. The, I, a, an attorney, a firm representing the president of the university sent a 15 page letter to the New York post. And this person that this, these people, they're a defamation counsel. So they were, they, she re retained counsel because they believe that she might be defamed, but they're going after the post. So the post went ahead on December 12th, yesterday, they published this article and Harvard covered up secret plagiarism probe and the president, Claudia Gay's anti-Semitism anti story, and they threatened the post. So what this goes on to say is they explained that they were threatened by this council that to, to not publish this information. So they have within 24 hours of this defamation letter coming out, or within 24 hours of this defamation letter coming out, two people that were quoted by the president she they had i wouldn't call it letters of support but they said that it was okay that 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 the uh that she used the work because it was common because they had worked together but one of the people that was quoted uh said that she was quote angry and quote it does look like plagiarism to me and this was from annie williams a professor on political science at the university of miami ohio uh, that she paralleled a paper from her from 2011. So while this is going on with Harvard, you have the, they can't say whether um, it violates their own policies to call for genocide of uh, an entire group of people, which just go ahead and clear. That's not right. You can't be saying stuff like that. So while they have that going on in the background, they're trying to hide and cover up this plagiarism stuff. And then yesterday, uh, uh, Harvard went ahead and issued a statement and it basically, it's a unanimous, it's a unanimous from their, their border regions. It's unanimous support. They're going to support her no matter what. Uh, they're, they're saying that the, she wants to retract some of those papers to give some quote corrections or add quotations to, to certain areas that she believed that, uh, she misquoted or didn't put this out there. So I actually, so if you guys don't, don't know, my wife is way smarter than any of us. Uh, she's will be graduating this month. She still has to do her defense for her PhD, 
but she has her PhD pretty much done at this point. And I asked her, I said, so speaking as you've spent your entire life working for this one moment to get your PhD, somebody else has done similar things and people before you have come through and come the similar path and people after you are supposed to come through and do the similar path. If it was okay for the president of a university to plagiarize in papers, would it be okay for you to plagiarize? Or what does that say for you? What does that say for your work? Or how does that make you feel? And she said, she just gave me the look. She goes, I can't say until I'm actually, you know, I'm done with things. So this kind of hits home a little bit that someone's able to do all this. But at the same time, the whole reason that, that this story started is way back, uh, starting after October, the October 7th attacks, people started pulling money from these universities. Lex Wexner, and for those for Wexner is limited brands. Uh, that's Victoria's Secrets. Um, I think Hollister. Uh, there's a bunch of brands that are under that. He started pulling funding for their university. So they pulled, he, I believe he pulled a hundred million is what he pulled. But throughout this last, you know, two or three months, I'm going to find the quote specifically. Uh, there's a, an individual that said that he has also sent letters to uh, the university and he has also pulled down his money, but he, here we go. President Gay's failures has led to billions of dollars of canceled, paused, and withdrawn donations to the university. Ackman wrote, I am personally aware of more than a billion dollars of terminated donations from a small group of Harvard's mostly Jewish and non-Jewish alumni. So if you're a university, if you're Harvard, and you're, you're, you're doubling down here because you've lost over a billion dollars, you're doubling down with uh, your support of your president, which I, I get supporting your president and staying behind your president, but okay, we can all, well, I say this, but we can't because in front of Congress, three presidents of three different universities couldn't condemn, uh, saying that the genocide calling for the genocide of Jews, uh, should be punished. They, they couldn't say that they should be punished or couldn't say that it violates their own code of conduct. So, while I would like to think that we can all agree, some people don't, and that's concerning. It's very, very concerning. But what I think what Eric, because Eric was working more on this part, and I had the other part that the later half of the, the story or later half of the show was more set for me. Uh, I think what we were trying to get to this is they're, they're, I would say it's coming the roost. They're they're getting woke. The, the, the phrase, get woke, go broke, it's kind of coming true. They're losing billions of dollars. And my, my question I would pose to Eric or I pose to everybody else is going forward, where does Harvard, how does, because th there's an operating budget to keep these, these lights on at these universities. Are they going to have to start firing their professors? They're going to have to start laying people off. And one of the, the things that they were toting off about specifically Harvard's president is Harvard's current president was Harvard's first black president as well. So they don't. the The thought is, is from as Fox Business had had, had uh, indicated, is they don't want to get rid of their first black president because they don't want to admit that it was a diversity hire for DEI, all this other stuff. Instead of hiring people on merit, hiring people on the skin color just never works out. 
regardless of how your 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 intentions behind it, it'll still never work out. You need to hire people based on merit and and things like that. And not only that, that that there are multiple universities, multiple companies, multiple large companies have been sued within the last couple of years for their hiring practices after the Supreme Court has you know kicked down and said that those hiring practices were in fact illegal. So I don't know going going forward. You know, obviously, Penn Penn is going to have a new president. So if you're, so if you have your PhD and you're listening to this, bravo! First of all, that's a big accomplishment. I under, I personally understand all the work that goes into it because I didn't do it, but my wife has. Uh, secondly, if you want to be the president of Penn, there's going to be an opening. Uh, and if you want to be president of Harvard or MIT, I think that those might be openings in the future. I'm I'm not too sure. Uh, we'll just have to wait and see with that. But hopefully, I would say hopefully the the system will eat itself up as we're starting to start to see in some cities uh that like new york having issues with uh, all of the dealing with all of their um immigration problems that they have up there um yeah so hunter biden hunter biden's gonna kind of carry the rest of the show and these tax charges so what all of this stems i would say what it stems from because it's not its own thing it's kind of all these all these little things all in one so during his i've not looked into his you know when he started being on crack when he stopped being on crack when his addiction started when his addiction stopped when he was in treat i haven't looked into that i haven't looked into the specifics on the years when he's completely blasted when he's not um i will say this however uh side note if you are going to commit crimes, one probably shouldn't do that. It's, it's really advised not to because there's usually consequences attached to them. Usually, uh, two, if you're going to commit crimes, don't videotape them. It never works out for anybody. I, I just law enforcement will go ahead and get their hands on that, and that is a big piece of evidence that goes in front of a jury and says, "Look, this is this idiot doing exactly what we say they're doing on camera. Uh, can you refute this?" So. Don't videotape yourself. Um, and then obviously don't leave that on a hard drive and forget about it um, in a in a repair shop and let that get out to the world. So a lot of his misdealings have been recorded. We had his his drug abuse, his dealings with prostitutes and all the other fun stuff. So it's all finally coming, I wouldn't say coming to roost because it is what it isn't. So he's been hit with nine different uh charges and charges one through four are failure to pay taxes for years 2016 17 2017 again and 2018 count five is failure to file for 2018 counts six seven and eight are all felonies six is for tax evasion for 2018 seven is for filing false returns for 2018 and eight is filing false returns for 2018 for his separate company and nine is for failure to pay taxes for the year of 2019 so this is on the heels of this sweet tax this the sweet deal that he had in in delaware that was supposed to emit give him uh, when, when they say a sweet deal, like none of this doesn't happen. And when we say that there's rules for thee and not for me, um, the, the, like the one they were going to dismiss a gun charge. So the, this, this gun charge that they were going to dismiss, if it was anybody else, that would be a, a hard 
line. That's an that's an easy conviction. That's an open and shut kind of thing for a prosecutor. Normally, you you leave those in there, but they were going to dismiss a gun charge. He was going to get down to just a couple of months probation for what was some fairly serious stuff. So, uh, the the deal. Uh, that he broke laws against drug users having guns. Uh, so the new charges were filed Thursday. Three felonies and six misdemeanors are in addition to federal firearms charges in Delaware, alleging that Hunter Biden broke laws against drug users having guns. This was in 2018. This come out after the implosion of the deal over the summer that would have spared him jail time, put him in the case to track his possible trial as his father campaigned for re-election. Hunter Biden, quote, spent millions of dollars on extravagant lifestyles rather than paying his tax bills. End quote. Special counsel David Weiss said in a statement, the charges are centered around at least one point four million dollars in taxes that Hunter Biden owed during the years 2016 and 2019, a period of where he acknowledged he was struggling with addiction. The back taxes have been since paid. The conviction, if convicted, Hunter, uh, 53, could receive a maximum of 17 years in prison. The special counsel probe remains open, Weiss said. In a fiery response, the defense attorney, Abe Lowe, accused Weiss of bowing to Republican pressure, end quote, in the case. Quote, based on the facts of the law, if Hunter's name was anything other than Biden, the charges in Delaware, now in California, would not even have been brought, Law said. The White House declined to comment on Thursday's indictment, referring questions to the Justice Department on Hunter Biden's personal rep to Hunter Biden's personal representatives. Excuse me. The charges document filed in California where he lives details spending on drugs, strippers, luxury hotels, and exotic cars, quote, in short, everything but his taxes, the prosecutor wrote. The indictment comes as congressional prosecutor, Republican Republicans pursue an impeachment inquiry into Hunter into President Biden, claiming he was engaged in an influence peddling scheme with his son. The House is expected to vote next week to formally authorize the inquiry. And this was published from Fox News on December 8th up, or updated on Fox from Fox News on December 8th. So that was his tax charges. So while he's got all of this stuff going on and for someone to say that if his last name was anything other than Biden, the charges, the gun, you're right. If it was anything other than Biden, he would be in jail. He wouldn't be out doing what he's doing. He wouldn't be showing up instead of going to his uh, deposition today. Instead of going to that, he would be like doing, I don't know, anything else. But he's Hunter Biden. He has done nothing but peddle his family's name for the last decade, at least two decades. I don't know how back far back this goes. So he's uh, they're alleging that it's at least $1.4 million. So what's funny about a lot of this is when I was doing my research for the tax portion of this, I. I don't go necessarily to Fox News directly. I do go to Fox News, uh, of course, but I also go to CNN, ABC, NBC, CBS, uh, Associated Press, um, the BBC, Daily Wire, um, I mean, uh, AP News, the New York Post, the Washington Post, CNN. Like, I go through and try to get a, a, a big of a round look at the situation as possible because. What I've learned in the last couple of years and what we should have already know is the news lies to us. They're a propaganda machine. They're owned by six companies. We've, we've shown this over and over and over again. So 
I just assume that everything that the news is going to put out is propaganda. So when I, while I'm doing that, while I believe, while I'm believing that the, everything that's coming out is going to be propaganda, I've also got to know that somewhere in there, there's a little bit of truth. So everybody's going to try to spin that truth to fit whatever little narrative that they want to have going. So what we want to do is keep you guys informed, entertained. And that's why we have five shows a week. Monday, we have Uncuffed with Jay Durrell and Eric Tanzi and the new edition, Comedian Margaret. They give you all, bring you news and funny things, everything to make you laugh in the morning. A couple of weeks ago, they talked about Santa and Black Santa. Eric's getting very cultured because of that show. If if sometime in the near future, Eric loses the mullet and he comes on and he has uh, the the braids, the the cornrows. If if Eric shows up with cornrows, we know that that he's uh, I would say gone to the dark side. But Tuesday is true crime with John and Kinder Drama. They have been killing it lately. They did a couple weeks ago. They did Killdozer. They had a great show last night. It's been just amazing. They've been, they put so much work and effort into things. Uh, today is Wednesday's last call. It usually goes about noon on Wednesdays with myself and Eric Tanzi. We bring you everything that you need to know for political news, pop culture, things like that. Keep you informed and entertained. Thursday is the new show is Illegal Shift with Chief Jason Kiefer and John uh, Jonathan Bates from uh, from True Crime. They bring you everything sports news. They've got quite a few people. They've got, uh, oh, my brain went blank who they brought on last week. I think Jake was who they had on last week. But they've got quite a few people lined up to uh, actual athletes from NFL teams and some hockey stuff that they're going to be doing. But even if I'm not a big sports ball guy, I don't watch sports. I don't watch professional sports. I've never really been into professional stuff. I just believe way, way a long time ago that once you get to that point, you kind of quit playing because you've, you've now you've got paid, so you can kind of relax. I enjoyed college sports, and I enjoyed watching high school sports, but college sports with everything that you've – I've just talked about Harvard and MIT and all that stuff. Some of the schools that I was very fond of uh, made some very disparaging marks against law enforcement in uh, 2019, 2020, 2021, so they lost my support. So I've kind of – it's been nice. I don't watch sports, but I've watched both of these a lot. They've had two shows, both bangers. Even if you don't watch sports, it's extremely entertaining. Last week they brought they they like intertwined law enforcement and corrections and fire and everything into sports. It was actually really cool. It was an amazing, pretty really cool, fun episode. Friday is the big case breakdowns. You got Eric, uh, Tyler, sometimes myself, sometimes John. That's a rotating shift, and that's where we're just break, case, breaking down the biggest cases that are in the news today. We also have night shift, top secret information. We've got conservative Ant and Eric Danzi. They goes out on Sundays. The we recorded two episodes yesterday. One went out yesterday afternoon. I think the other one's going out this weekend or next week. Both of them amazing. The first one had two guests on. It was just amazing. And then the second one we did. Uh, Tyler was on and broke down the Las Vegas shooting and some conspiracies. And I did some math, like live math. I would say live because we pre-recorded it, but I did math while we were doing it to try to prove like things didn't the math just doesn't add up and uh that's a really good episode then we also have getting a grip on things with elijah james and tony they talk about everything literally everything they talk about god they talk about life they talk about the lockdowns they talk about literally everything and it's extremely entertaining elijah's 
I would say he's coming out of his shell, but he's coming out of his shell. Elijah is very, very entertaining. James is entertaining. Tony is a character of his own. And it's not even, that's not, he is, that's Tony. He is who he is. He is like that in real life. I've met him. He's hilarious. And then we have Gromit Vomit with Duke and JB2. Two kids, they're sponsored skateboarders. They, they get a podcast. They've had people like Bam Margera on and uh, Bucky Lassick. They've had uh, uh, Double D on. They've had quite a few big, big names in, in sports entertainment on. And then we have our Patreon with Hard Time. We've got Dead Lake Talks. we got Down the Pole, T-Bones with Tansy. That's all on Patreon. If you want to support us, you can support us here by giving us liking and subscribing on the channel. But the biggest and easiest way, cost you nothing, is to like and subscribe and give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes and uh, Spotify or anywhere you listen to us because I've... I've learning a little bit more of all the different places we go to. We go out to more than just those two places. We got to those two places. Um, oh, I'm drawing a blank. Again, my brain has been overloaded with information in the last 48 hours. Because um, side, side note, yesterday we, I did, we did record two things yesterday and we were going to record today. Those were, I knew that we were going to do the one yesterday. I didn't know about the other one. So moving things around. So I'm kind of, I'm going to say flustered, but I'm kind of flustered this morning. So bear with me. So the Hunter deposition. So this is, this is break. I would say breaking, but this is as we're doing, as I'm sending this out, there might have been more uh, information that has come out since I last looked for to update information. And this was the last one that I did my notes for. So it would be the most up to date but it was as we were as we were breaking things. So I'm two hours behind you guys on the East Coast. So it's only 1130 in the morning here for me. It's not even noon. So the when things happen on the East Coast, it's very, very early. When it happens in the morning on the East Coast, it's very, very early in the morning for me. So this morning at 930, uh, Hunter was issued. He wasn't issued this morning. He was issued uh, a little bit ago from uh, Jim Jordan issued a subpoena to answer about the family business, the family brand, what they've been doing. And the subpoena was to be a closed door Senate hearing. And the reason why they wanted to do closed door is because if they, they did it publicly, it offers an opportunity for people to grandstand and filibuster and do these big, long speeches and do anything, but asked factual information to get people and, and, and attorneys and experts to be able to ask Hunter straight questions to get straight answers instead of trying to beat around the bush and get all these other other things. So, and then the the closed door or the closed door hearings, the transcription from that was to be released extremely soon. So it wasn't that they wanted to keep the transcription back and they wanted to hold things back from the public. It's they didn't want to waste any more time because if it is a public one then everybody gets a chance to do their grandstanding. And because the cameras are there when it's closed doors, the cameras aren't there. So there's no, I would say there's no sense in it, but there's no sense. There's no need there. You're not, you're not going to have the grandstanding. You're going to have a little bit more straight to the point. So this morning he was to show up at nine 30 to testify in this closed door uh, hearing. Well, that time came and went and Hunter wasn't there 10 minutes after about 9.40 Eastern, he was on the, the uh, steps of the Capitol. He emerged. He came out and gave a little, he, I'd say a little press conference, but a little press conference. He gave a, I think they said a five or 10 minute speech is how long it was. 
uh, but he explained that he wasn't going to be there, that he would be open to a public hearing, but he wasn't going that he had no problem answering questions, but he wanted to do it open and in the public eye and then left. He ripped Republicans and said that this is a tarnish on my family name and you guys have been going after me for a long time and this has been a witch hunt. However, uh, they believe he's, he's still – he didn't show up and he could be issued and could be held in contempt of Congress. And so recently there have been some witnesses who ref have refused to comply with congressional subpoenas. Steve Bannon, the former chief strategist of President Trump, was sentenced last year to four months in prison to refusing to testify with a subpoena issued by the House Select Committee that investigated the 2021 20, uh, Capitol riot. Peter Navarro, another Trump advisor in September, was also convicted of uh, contempt of Congress for not, or not cooperating with the House's panel. He is also awaiting sentencing. So we have, I wouldn't say that this is, two political lines, but there are definitely two political lines in the sand. One side you obviously have, you know, they decided that they wanted to plead the fifth. They did what they did and they've been held contempt of Congress and they're going to go to prison for it. On the other side, now again, this is very fluid as we're reporting it right now, live Wednesday at now 134 Eastern. Uh, he hasn't been held in contempt yet. I don't know how long those proceedings usually take, but he, uh, it's, it's, it's really weird. It's, it's weird with when I'm doing my research for, for the show, when I'm looking for topic or when we're not, when we're looking for topics, when we're researching topics for the shows, I, like I said, I, I look at all these different news places and different news sources and different avenues and stuff. So when we were talking about the tax evasion ones, I've got multiple news agencies reporting that there's absolutely no evidence, none there, there, there's nothing that is a figment of everybody's imagination that this is all made up. It's all lies that there's no evidence. I also have reporting from other news agencies that there is an amount of evidence that they, that the, the, the amount of evidence that they have is so deep. They don't know how far down the hole, how things go, how bad it is. They know $1.4 million allegedly is it, more is it 5 million 10 million 40 million because we've we've got so much stuff going on and all at the same time but it's hard to to filter through all this to, to see what is one factual one's a lie one's an opinion piece what's what's not an opinion piece because not to not to get too far off track but that's where the consent that's the 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 big argument between project veritas and the new york times and their defamation lawsuit is whether or not the piece that we went out was a factual piece or being reported as a factual piece of information, or if it was being reported as an opinion on a pack on a factual piece of information. So reporting information and reporting information as opinion is two different things. If I give you the math or give you the numbers on a situation or give you some specifics on uh, Hunter Biden was indicted on three felonies and six misdemeanors. I can give you physical things. I can tell you exactly what it is. But if I wanted to be speculative, I could say, well, he was indicted and, but he, he's not in jail. He's never been bonded out. Like I could be, I could, I could, you know, I could report on the news or I could report on 
you know, they, they haven't presented any evidence because while there has been evidence presented, it's not been in, in a court. It's things that have come out or have been, I would say, leaked, but through the House Select Committee and through the, 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 they've been doing their investigations and they'll bring out new pieces of information. And we've, we've got this new form that has this information on it that shows this receipt. And we, we've got this check that says it went to Hunter Biden. We've got this check that went to Joseph R. Biden. We've got this memo that says this, and we've got this email that says this, and we've got this email that says this, and we've got this, these companies. There is, there, there was one graphic. I can't remember the exact number. So my thought or my opinion is the number is between 15 and 25 different shell companies that, that allegedly that they have the, the Biden family has set up to funnel money through. And when you have like from the cops point of view, from when you're looking at things like this, when you, when you have, I would say a large case like this, when you have a large case like this, it's, it's hard to to really put your, I would say, put your teeth into it, but it's hard to put your teeth into it because there's just so much information. And when you're on the opposing side of the things, the easiest way to to try to slow things down is just overwhelm them. Okay, you want subpoenas? I'll give you all the information, but I'll give you everything. You want these emails? I'll give you all of them. You're going to get the next 50,000 emails. You're going to get the next 200,000 documents. And every one of these pieces of documents, someone has to go through. So it causes, the, you know, an investigative time. Though, not to, we uh, on uh, the Las Vegas shooting, they, they that shooting investigation was over in less than a year. When I, and then I, will probably revisit that one just because I, I've done some more math on that. But I understand from being a previous law enforcement officer that there are things about an investigative process that people worry or they, especially when like when a shooting happens or when something happens in the public eye and they want information immediately for a course of investigation, you have to, there's some information that one, you're going to hold back. You're going to hold back some information that only people that either are a involved in the investigation or B were there when the event happened. Those are the only two people on earth that should know information about that. That helps keep the integrity because you'll have people that want to confess to to crimes that they didn't do. That happens. Or you'll have people to try to confess to one crime to get their eyes off of another crime. That happens. You want to keep the integrity of the investigation. You want to make sure that when you have the charges, that you have, one, the correct charges, two, the right people, and three, you know that it's going to stick. When I say know that it's going to stick, you want to go to trial not with this. I wonder if we can sway the jury. I wonder if we can do this. I wonder if we can move this or I wonder if we can get a, a one jury to get a hunger. Like you want to make sure that when you're going to trial that you've got all your I's dotted, your T's crossed, your your P's are under everything is is where it needs to be because that's your 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 reputation from the law enforcement side of things when you're collecting doing these investigations, you want to make sure that all that stuff happens, but all of this is what I'm saying is all of this takes time it just takes a lot of man hours a lot of just you have if you have uh let's say shooting incident that's an hour long and you have four officers involved and each one of them have body-worn camera and each one of them have a camera in their car so just with those four officers alone you're going to have at least eight hours that you're going to have to go through of 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 footage that's at least eight hours but you're not just going to go through that once you're going to go through that footage 
five or six different times, seven, 10 different times, 20 different times sometimes, because you got to make sure you're looking looking through it just to look through it. You're looking through it to, to pick up pieces of evidence. You're looking at to pick up pieces of dialogue. You're looking at to, to track a, a physical piece of evidence to follow it through the, through the scene. But all of that stuff just takes, just takes a lot of man hours. So all of this to, to, to round this to all this up is when you get to a point where you're issuing a subpoena to somebody, you've pretty much got the story together. You're, you're, you need that person to confirm a few things, make a few things that you're, you know, once they confirm, deny a few things, but make sure that a few things that you believe that are true, make sure that they're true. A few things that you believe aren't true, make sure that they're not true. Make sure that you have your, your, all of your charging documents, everything in a line. So when you get to a subpoena part, most of the time you've, you've got the questions that, that you're going to ask, it's it's not something that you just woke up and said, okay, today we're going to interview Hunter Biden. I guarantee they've got a list of questions, that pages of questions of specific things. And they'll ask about like on this document, on this line, on this line, on this subline, it says this. Do you recall that? What is your, they'll ask about some specific things. And usually what happens and it takes these hearings a long time is you got to go, I don't recall that. I'll have to reference it. Give me some time and I'll be able to answer at a later date. So then you'll have to go back and answer the stuff at a later date. But all of this to for news agencies to one, say either one, you have evidence or two, that there is no evidence. Just report what it is. Report that the House committee has been releasing this information that's saying that's alleging that this was what it is. They have enough alleged evidence that they are going to bring in and they want to subpoena and they want to talk to Hunter Biden. You've got Hunter Biden now saying that I will talk, but I will talk publicly and understanding that when you have these public hearings, you're going to have, that's when everybody gets their chance to get their one or 30 seconds or 60 seconds or 90 seconds, their TikTok sound bit that they want to get that's going to go viral. That's where those come from. Those come from those types of hearings. The the hearing that they had uh, with MIT and Harvard and Penn, those hearings, that's where a lot of sound bites came through from those hearings. Uh, AOC's had a bunch of sound bites come through those hearings. Uh, Jim Jordan's had a bunch of sound bites come through those hearings. Uh, there's been quite a few people that had, ama- or I would say amazing, but they've had sound bites that have gone viral that have come from these hearings because they're public because they understand that the cameras are there and they know that's going to be recorded and they know that they have their team that's going to go right back 30 seconds after they quit saying the line that they already pre-planned that you know it's going to happen so they can get their soundbite. They want their publicity from it. So it's, it's a, I would say it's troubling times, but it's troubling times. It is, but it isn't because we have, we have like not to go completely back, but to go back to the beginning, Harvard's, lost money. All these universities have lost money. Like multiple different universities, not just Harvard, not just Penn, not just MIT, but multiple universities over the last four to six weeks, later half of this year. We'll just go have that since July on. Cause I paid, I would say pay attention to a lot of stuff. I pay attention to a lot of stuff and I won't, I don't want to give you, I don't want to say this university specifically has lost this donor or this has lost this donor unless I have it in front of me. I know Lex Westner's specifically pulled money from Harvard. He said right away, he's like, if you can't condemn this, you're not getting the money. My name's not going on the university. You're done. This money's gone. So that one I can for sure count on. 
the Ackerman saying that he's from his group of people. If he feels comfortable saying that to public within my, within my small group of people, I have enough people here that I can count up that there's well over a billion dollars that, that, that just Harvard has lost. Now take that across all universities and know that I've, I've seen that other universities outside of just those three that were there have lost money. So the, it is troubling times, but it also feels like there is some tide that's turning. It feels like the the pendulum starting to swing into the the direction of I would say sane things, but like normal sane things, things that we normal normally think are going to happen. So uh, I'm I'm interested to see what happens from this. I'm interested to see if because these are what your your Twitter. Uh, I would say here's my Tanstradamus for the next 24 hours. You're going to have Marjorie Taylor Greene. You're going to have a couple of those uh, on that side of the fence are going to come right out with, we need, where are the, uh, when are we going to charge Hunter Biden? When is char Hunter Biden going to, he's going to prison for his tax charges or he's going to prison for uh, not showing up to Congress or for to contempt to Congress? Because every time something happens, you're, they, they have, or when they have someone show up at the Capitol, all oh, this is the new January 6th, or is the FBI going to go after these people for the insurrection? You've, you've got that. So you're going to have the next 24 hours, you're going to have tweets going after Hunter Biden for that specific thing. On the other side of the fence, you're going to have Democrats come out and say, well, why do Republicans want to behind closed doors? If they really, really, really want to talk about them, let's talk about them in the public. They always say about putting things in the light of day, let's put them in the light of day. But the contradicting statements to that are going to be, that's because you're going to waste all this time in the public. Uh, you're going to, you know, you're going to filibuster. You're going to go out there and grandstand. You're going to go out there and look to try to muddy the waters and, and get everything, you know, your, your five minutes of fame, and we're not going to get to the facts. We're, we're going to waste this entire subpoena, and it's going to go nowhere. So that's what's going to happen in the next 24 to 48 hours, my belief, my thoughts, my my Tanstradamus prediction is you're going to have people come out and go right after Hunter Biden and ask when he's going to prison for uh, being in contempt of Congress. Then you're going to have people on the other side of the fence come out and say, well, let's do this in the light of day. Then you're going to have the contradicting statements come right after that. And they're going to say, well, it's because we don't want to waste people's time. So there's a lot of this. And then there's the there were some people that were questioning the the timing of everything, the timing of Hunter Biden's uh, charges, his tax charges being being brought out, the timing of all of this. Uh, yeah, I'll go ahead and guess. I everything I take everything these days with a grain of salt. Everything I don't take anything for face value, so. Even with what we're seeing right now, I don't take it for anything more than face value. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's, I will say this. So this, this, this will be, I would say this will be one episode, but this is probably the one episode that I do by myself because this is, I'd say it's extremely difficult to sit here and, and talk by yourself. Um, yeah, we've got. I got 15 more minutes to go. We could talk. I or I could do go. I could just I could do one more ad read real quick, and then maybe it'll help me bring some time around. So for the nine people that are that are watching here, I appreciate you guys. They're they're giving me the the chance and uh, and giving me the 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 time and give me some patience and stuff. So these are. Uh, 
these patients are being paid for by Ghostbed, and you can use Ghost. That's Ghostbed.com. You can use code Wolfpack. That'll get you forty percent off. And honestly, our code is forty percent off. But I have uh, their. I have it pulled up right now. If you go to Ghostbed.com right now, you can get fifty percent off. Just mention that uh, in the in your comments when you when you're getting done. Just mention that you heard things from from Failure Stop, and they'll still let us know. Hey, that it comes from Failure Stop, but they're offering fifty percent off site wide. Get you that adjustable frame. Conservative Ant has uh, went ahead and got one of these for his spare bedroom, and I was going to go down there and get to experience it. I got. I had a pain flare up last week and wasn't able to go down, but he's got the adjustable bed with the cooling technology and the cooling pillows. Both sides of the pillow are always cool. They've been a sponsor for since day one, uh, zero down, zero, zero down, zero percent financing. And that's if you have, um, solo podcasting credit, uh, they're made here in the USA and that is Wolfpack for Wolfpack for 40% off, or you could get 50% off on their website right now. And that's their uh, their holiday sale. I don't know if you because it's it's kind of getting close to Christmas, so I don't know if you'll be able to do it. Um, get them in before because you, you could get your factor meals in though. Factor meals, factor75.com, Wolfpack50 is the code for there. They offer flexible meal planning. They're fresh, not frozen meals delivered directly to your door. The calorie conscious, protein plus, and these things are ready in two minutes. So you're busy. Every one of us that's listened to us, even the people that aren't first responders, you're busy. You got life. You get up in the morning and you got stuff to do. And I guarantee taking time out of the day to go spend all of your hard-earned money at the grocery store to get two pieces of bread and half a little thing of milk, it's not going to cut anymore. Factor Meals will help you out with that, help with your meal planning, help with saving you time. When I say it saves time, it legitimately saves time. You don't have to think about what you're going to go to the grocery store to get. You don't have to take the time to go to the grocery store and get it. Come home, put it away, get it out of the freezer, let it defrost, set it in the stove. You don't have to do none of that stuff. Just take these things, bad boys, right out of the little box they send you. They got the freeze-dried, uh, the, the dry ice stuff on top of them. They're, they're not frozen. They're fresh. You put them in your refrigerator. They don't send you 9,000 meals at once. They send you a week at a time, so you don't have to worry about them going bad. You don't have to freeze them because you don't have to worry about them going bad. They're not frozen. So you take them out. You get ready to get in your to get your lunch ready for to go to work. You get your, your lunch pail out, and you just pick, oh, I want that factor meal, and pick that smoothie, and then get you a bottle of water because you know, – just like the army says, drink water, stay hydrated, take a couple of Motrin and that'll help you get through any, any ailment, but throw one of these in your, in your bag and then get to work, throw it in your lunch. When, when lunch comes around, you've only got 30 minutes, you know, you don't have a whole lot of time. Now I've just saved you two minutes. So you'll have 28 minutes to eat and relax and not think about work. These things are legitimately delicious. I've had, I've had them. Eric's had them. Jay's had them. Conservative Ants had them, John's had them, everybody's had them, and everyone that I've known that has had them, my wife's tried them, Eric's wife's tried them, his kids have tried them, There, I've heard no complaints, none. I And I'm a very picky eater. I usually have a really, really bad diet just because of pain and everything else, and these are awesome. They're awesome meals. So that's factormeals.com or factor75.com wolfpack50 get you 50% off your first order. So uh we got 10 minutes left so I can I want to say kind of give you a, a recap of what we're going to do or of what we're going to do for the rest of the year. But we've got 
we've got Illegal Shift. We've got a bunch of shows. We've got a bunch of things that are in the works. We've got Eric's um, still not work. He, he's he talked about, but not allowed to talk about the the book deal thing. So there's that in the works. Uh, we've got uh, a meetup potentially in February in Virginia. And then we're talking about maybe a meetup in Florida sometime. I'm not sure if it's going to be April or if it's going to be sooner than that because we just need time to be able to promote it. And if we're going to have a have a big meetup and have us all show up, get travel set up for everybody, and then let you guys know so you guys can set, travel up or if you're local to be able to get your time off to come hang out with us and for us to be able to reach out and talk with you know some other influencers and other people in, in the social media game that are celeb known people way way more famous than than we are to have to come hang out with us too um because we had when we were when we were in jacksonville for the valor fight we had ken shamrock and god man that was awesome i can't say how i can't go into that enough to explain how awesome that was and then we when the thursday night i think the thursday night when we had the podcast with everybody and we had the meetup and i got to meet a bunch of everybody that came and it was it was so it was so awesome. So we're looking forward to a early next year, potentially one in Florida early next year. And then uh, uh, in February, one in Virginia that we're trying to, uh, we're working on. We've got a couple more things after that, that we're working on. There was, I don't know if Eric's forgot about it or not. He, I, don't, I think he's, I can't remember if he said it publicly or not, but there's something towards the end of the year next year. Um, on a large flotation device with other podcasts uh, as possibly as well um, for maybe a, a, a three day cruise, four day. I don't know what, what we were looking at, but that's something that we potentially had on the radar as well. So we've got that coming up. Uh, they got a legal shift tomorrow. They've already, they pre-recorded it. So if, here's another thing. If you're a Patreon, if you're not a Patreon uh, member, you should, it's only a couple of bucks a month. It goes directly to us. It's one of the few way, one of the few things that for people to support us monetarily wise, because I don't like to ask people for money or anything like that. But for Patreon, you do get something for your money. You get all of these shows minus any additional ad reads. So any ad reads that we do in the show, so like the ones I did for Vector Meals and Ghostbed for that, those are baked. I wouldn't say baked into the show, but those are into the show. We segue into them. There's usually some stories to go along with them. It's not like a traditional ad break where you break away and it's a full ad for M&Ms or for Oreo cookies or for anything else. It's baked into the show, but we do have, and we possibly will have, I'm not sure how that works. That's above my pay grade and wheelhouse. That's John and Eric thing. But the, the other ads that, that happen on Spotify or iTunes and stuff like that, those are not on Patreon. Patreon is whatever we have, the exclusive audio that we have, that's what's on Patreon. There's no extra ads. There's no extra anything. However, there are extra shows. I talked about hard time. There's story time with John. There's hard time. There's down the pole, dead leg talks. You get all of our shows ad free that we, we put over there. And then I try to, cause I, I run our, I would say I run our Patreon, but I manage our Patreon. So I try to have the shows as soon as we're done recording them here, uh, there's a few that are pre-recorded that I, I'm not directly necessarily as involved with, but as soon as we get the the recording edit done, 
I have that ready and have it to Patreon before that goes out to iTunes, before it goes out to Spotify, before it goes anywhere. So if you want the exclusive first early access of any and everything that we have that has no extra ads baked into it, Patreon is the place to go. Not only that, Patreon over the last you know six months, I'm I'm fairly new to Patreon. I've I've used Patreon before as a patron. I was a patron to a creator that creates a, a scripting for something that I do with something else. But uh, I so I, I'm kind of new to it as the creator, as as both sides. But as the creator side, they've added all kinds of new features. And they keep updating constantly. Every month or two, we'll get a new update for new things and new features. And when they add new features, it's new things that we're able to do. So we're able to add things like if we have Jay's, some some comedy specials from Jay or some other specific stuff, like other stuff we're able to add there as well. Right now, it's exclusively only audio. And we wanted it to stay that way for the most part. But we've also talked about some of the video things. And there's there's things on Patreon that have a video component to it that have been recorded with, like Down the Pole, for instance, was recorded with the thought process that it might come out to the, be on its own show at its own point at some time. Because right now it's only on Patreon, we don't. I don't keep the or I don't have the video, but we don't use the video for Patreon. It's just the audio. But on Patreon, there's not only just our, our regular shows, but all the additional stuff. There's so much more stuff on there. You've got T Bones with Tansy. You've got Down the Pole. You've got a Hard Time. You've got Story Time with John. There's uh, Kendra does Patreon. They've done some Mad Lib stuff, John and Kendra have, that's absolutely hilarious. Uh, Eric's had a couple of interviews with some people. The the Yako, William, the Yako interview is on there. Uh, but when we do have things and it comes out, it will go to Patreon first. If we have the ability to put it on Patreon, it'll go to Patreon first. So if you want to, to, to one, directly support us because no, there's no question that it goes directly to us. There's Patreon takes their little cut, but after that, that's it. There's nobody else. YouTube doesn't take a cut. Rumble doesn't take a cut. Nobody else takes a cut, just Patreon, and then the rest goes to us. And out of everything, Patreon takes the least amount of cut from things given everything else that we're involved with. And then secondly, there's so much more additional stuff. So not only do you get all of these shows pretty much in, almost instantly, within like an hour or two of them being finished, you will have access to all of the additional content that we have on there. And the this morning when I was, this morning or yesterday when I was updating, John specifically himself, he has over a hundred different things, pieces of content that he's involved with. And you're able to, if you wanted to listen to just everything John's on, you're able to click John's name and it'll give you everything that John's on. If you wanted to listen to everything that I'm on or everything that, that, that Eric's on or everything that Kendra's on or everything that Margaret's on, everything that Kiefer's on. We have, if people are on there and they're on there on a regular basis, I have the ability to create the tags and you're able to, to see each host and be able to listen to them specifically. Patreon is, is uh, I would say it's where it's at, but Patreon, is, I'm becoming more and more of a fan of Patreon. That and Rumble, because you know YouTube's going to be on us here in the near future because we're getting into election season and as soon as the election season goes turns on you're going to have all of you know the these tax charges and you, as soon as you have something that the media doesn't like or they have a narrative that they want to push and we find the truth in between there and we start reporting on it and we're not following the narrative then of course that uh, they'll start suppressing us and i have myself last night i didn't get the notification for uh true crime 
So if you are a YouTube or a Rumble listener and you're a subscriber and uh, and make sure that you've got the bell and I've unchecked mine and rechecked mine last night because last night I didn't get any notifications at all and I was sitting here on my computer and uh, was very unhappy when I realized that I'd missed the first half of uh, True Crime. But thank you for putting up with me today. Next week, I swear, we I think we'll be back at the regular time next week. And then uh, we're also, so next week we're going to be recording, try to record extra stuff next week. So the week of Christmas, I think we're going to have the, that week off, but there will be stuff coming out that week. I don't know what is coming out that week. I don't know what is coming out when that week. I don't know how, if any of the other shows are going to pre-record anything, but uh, Eric and I have talked about maybe going live on that Wednesday, but uh, is there a way to get the alerts for the show through an email? I will look into that, Red. Red asks, uh, is there any way to get the alerts for the throw show through email? We do have a, a website and fair to stop podcast.com and I manage it right now, but we're looking at trying to build out a better website because let's be honest, just because I could do it doesn't mean it's the best in the world and I'll be the first to admit it. But uh, we're building that out and I'll talk with, I have uh, quite, a, quite a few IT people that are I'm friends with, you know, shocker. So I'll, uh, I'll talk with them and see if that's something or that they, we can set up or how we will be able to set that up. I do have an email list through Patreon that I'm able to to pull up, um, but I'll see I'll see what we can do about trying to figure out. Because the other thing is, is I don't want to have emails set up and just because I don't want to email blast everybody with you know nine emails a day of the stuff that we're doing. So I'll try to I'll talk with I'll talk with Eric and then I'll, or I'll talk with my uh, IT guys, but I'll talk with Eric as well. Uh, yeah, Will Chris says Discord, Discord. Every time, as soon as the, the so John creates our links now, John uh, in December was the first year or the first month that we, uh, Elijah's on his own. So he, Elijah with uh, Tony and, or Elijah and James and Tony on getting a grip, they're on their own. So we don't have, we still, he's still available for us, but we don't have him on as, as part of our paid staff. John is, uh, is pretty much taken up every bit of his roles. So, and he's doing it a fantastic, amazing bang up job. I can't, I can't say that enough, how amazing of a job that John's doing. The, uh, so as soon as he creates the links, um, I, I put them, as soon as he creates them, I put them up on uh, discord. I post them on discord. And if you're not in discord, how to get to discord is become a member on YouTube. And then you'll be able to get the, the, the discord invite link to that. But I made it to an hour. Thank you guys for putting up with me. Next week, we will have Eric back or we'll have Eric and we'll have somebody else here so it's not just me blabbering on for you guys to listen to. Uh, tomorrow, we have Illegal Shift with uh, Kiefer and John. And I'm not sure what case we have for Friday because it has been a busy, busy week already. But thank you guys for listening. From myself, from Eric, from John, from everybody here at Fair Stop and C-. Thanks for listening. Guns up, giddy up. And we'll see you in the next one.